Hi everyone, this is Veg Andrea, and you are listening to the Encouragers podcast. Hey gentlemen, how are you? Hey buddy, uh, how's it going? <laughs> this is Tom Jacobson giving you a call from Vivint on a recorded line. Welcome. What are we selling? I just, today? I just need another another good game out of this guy. Ufanga. Ufanga Talanoa, right? Out of USC. Bro. He's got he's got Troy Polamala written all over him. Dude, did you know oh, that yeah? he Yeah, dude, he's bad. He played at USC. He was a safety, I think. And uh yeah. he, he got defensive MVP. Um defensive MVP for the year that he during the COVID year. I think it's 2020, right? Yep. Yeah, defensive MVP a, or no, no, he won defensive player of the year. I'm sorry, mistaken. Sorry about that. Baller, bro. Baller. And I got these cards for like two dollars. I even have a cracked dice that was like ten dollars. Wow. Is just his college jerseys you have? He's a baller. Yeah, he doesn't have any pro cards. Not yet. Yeah, that's his only rookie. He's a college junior. Yeah, you're calling. Some people, they sometimes they do that because they don't really see the upside or they don't think if it's a high enough draft pick, they'll make like pro uni or even a combine uni cards, no? But I don't even think he was invited to the combine. Really? He was undrafted? No, he went through. He, he got drafted. Mm. Um, but I don't think he got an invite to the combine. Whatever the case was, I remember reading a report on him, and they said that his his headhunter mentality wouldn't last long in the pros. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't know too much about football, but you know, as a safety, you kind of have to be like a couple steps ahead of your like the receivers or whatever, right? Yeah. But that that Rams game, bro. Hey. He was tearing it up. Speaking of Polo Malo, Malo. <laughs> Yeah, dude, the Rams game, he was like a couple steps ahead of the receiver each time he was in coverage. Wow. Always throws up the tees. His name on IG, if you guys are, need to follow him, is uh, Tongan Tiger 15. Yeah, we follow him on our IG, Tongan Tiger 15. Yeah. Yeah, he went to Crescent Valley High School in Corvallis, Oregon. He plays safety and wide receiver. As a senior in 2017, he was the Polynesian High School National Player of the Year. He played in the 2018 U.S. All Army All-American Game, and he committed to um, USC to play college football. So as a true freshman at USC in 2018, Hufanga played eight games with five stars before suffering season-ending broken collarbone. Oh, I remember that. So, And he finished that season with 51 tackles. As a sophomore in 2019, in 2019, he started all 10 games, and he recorded tag, uh, 90 tackles and 3.5 sacks. He then returned to USC as a starter his junior year in 2020. So, oh, and that's when he became the uh, defensive player of the year in 2020. Yeah, he's a headhunter, bro. Him and that, uh, I think the other guy's a linebacker, maybe DN. Or oh, no. D line, that guy that got uh, picked up by the Eagles. Uh-huh. I can't remember his name though. But they were the 
they came out of the same year, same draft last year, or yeah, the year you, before. I'm sorry, or yeah. this year, this past oh, year, 2021. Yeah, 2021. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He signed a four year rookie contract on May 13th of 2021. And I didn't know this. I'm reading the Wikipedia on him. Him and, and quarterback Zach Wilson, they were both selected as co recipients of the 2020 Polynesian College Football Player of the Year award. Zach Wilson is Poly? Uh, I don't think so. Or maybe it's just an award or whatever. Yeah. For a baller. Okay. So they both got the uh, college football, the 2020 Polynesian College Football Player of the Year award. Oh, damn. That's what's up. Yeah. So, Panini, if you ever hear about this, you need pro uni cards of Dalanoa Hufanga. Please. Yeah, dude, he, he's a baller. He, uh, that Monday night football game, he was all over the place, like you're saying. Yeah, bro. Really Finally dope. got some PT. Yeah. I, you know, um, when me and Bate, we took a bunch of kids down to Southern California for our Reno Heat, mm-hmm. um, seven on seven thing. And we did a stop in the Redlands, um, Redlands College down there to do, um, like a, like a, a college tour. Then we stopped in USC, gave the guys a college tour, and then Hufana, he saw us uh, giving the guys a college tour, and he was nice enough to come up and talk to all our kids. Um, oh, dang. Yeah, he was like, hey, where are you guys from? You know, he, uh, he asked us, oh, we're from Reno. And then he mentioned that he, oh, do you know Ale? Do you know Ale Cajo? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's our nephew, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, man, we were both at the uh, the Nike 7, uh, the Nike, what is it? Um there's this uh, camp or like a, it's, uh, what is it called? Do you know what I'm talking about, Tech? The Nike Com, it's not a, not a it's combine. Like, it's not a combine, but it's the t- elite like of All-Star? the league. Yeah. And it's held mm-hmm. in, in uh, Oregon at the Nike facility. Um, look at, but they were at that uh, Elite Seven or what is it called? Uh, getting this wrong, y'all. It's my bad. Let me look it up real quick before I misspeak. Nike Combine for high school. You got to be good if you get invited to those type of things, you know? Yeah. It's, um, what's it called? Not the Spark Combine. What is it called? Let me hit up my lifeline. Uh, Coach Heat over here on the text messages. Coach, oh, yeah. <laughs> Coach Chippendale. So yeah, it was the Nike Combine. They were both there at the same time. And actually, Ale won the defensive MVP for that whole combine that year. Thanks. So he he was oh, wow. there with um Ale, Hufanga. Uh, shoot, I can't even remember. But there's this elite combine in Oregon for the top players, top high school football players in the country. And those two were at it. But, That's what's up. Yeah, he was telling us, um, you know, he loved Ale. They talked all the time, and he gave the kids some pointers. And he told him his story. He, like, basically gave his story of how he ended up at USC with the kids. And the guy, he was telling us, like, he's always studying the playbook. He, he was able to get the playbook before he got to USC. And by the time he got to USC, he had memorized, he had known, he knew all of the playbook before he got there. So when he went into spring camp, yeah, so he finished high school 
he went, he finished high school, what, in December? And in that January of the following year or the next year, he was already at USC and he had the playbook memorized. That's how much of a baller this kid is. He's a student of the game. And he was just a freshman, just barely out of high school, already attending USC and he had the playbook down already. So when I saw him on this past Monday night football game, like breaking into coverage, you know, breaking the coverage and, and doing what he was doing. It, I, I was not surprised at all because he was already doing that at, at USC. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, I was tight to see him playing, man. He always throws up the tee. Every tackle. Every tackle. Everything, bro. I see. I noticed that. Yeah. And for, and for those of you that aren't familiar about what we mean when we say that he's throwing up the tee, meaning he makes a T um, uh, symbol out of his forearm and he punches it with his other arm, with his, with his fist. So he throws up a, t, a huge T with his one, one arm and he crosses it with uh, the other arm, like a T, like a punching action. I mean, if you Google it, you'll be able to see it, but throws up the T and that signifies what it means. Like uh, he's a Tongan player. He's a Tongan descent, Tongan islands. So that's what that means when we say he's throwing up the T. Not like a gang a sign or anything. <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah, so you have a bunch of his cars there. Are they graded? No, I've got uh, four raw autographs from a contender's draft. Ooh. Are they numbered? One of them's number to 23, or two of them are. One's to 99, and the other one's to 23. And the other two are just base autographs. <clears throat> but I thought I'd snag because I I, used, I followed him a little bit when he was at USC, and I just I just saw his energy, you know what I mean? Bro. And just like you said, man, he was always just breaking through coverage like nothing. Yeah, he's... he's- His his level of intensity is wild, bro. Is wild. Like, and sure enough, I think when they were, I don't know what they call it, but when they have, it's not actually, it's not a game. It's like the fans open to the fans when the Niners introduced the rookies and their team and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember watching that a little highlight of that. My man was just jumping around like. If you didn't know who the Niners were, you would think they were in the Super Bowl. Just the way he was, like his energy, you know what I mean? Oh, wow. So really? it was pretty tight. So I was like, man, I might as well just pick up a couple cheap cards. And I didn't even know he had, I was I was chasing after he has a one-on-one in this set too, but I haven't saved on eBay and I've never got any pop-ups yet. <clears throat> really? But I'm sure his stuff went up a little bit after the game because he's all over IG, he's all over their Niners page, people talking about he's a fan favorite and stuff like that, which is pretty cool. Man, I'm happy for him. He deserves that. Like all that work that I've seen him put in as a freshman, as a true freshman, when we took that visit down to USC and and he was showing and taught and he took the time to talk and come and talk to the kids. That was, man, unselfish. Like he could have been Actually, he he was actually skipping lunch to talk to the kids. So I was like, man, that's man that was dope. You know what I mean? For him to do that. 
Yeah, he so was drafted by the Niners. Drafted yeah. by the Niners, fifth round. Or actually, no. Let me let me. If he was drafted like you know, third, second, something like that, well, he'd have tons of. He'd probably have a prison. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let me let me make sure. I don't want to mis- misspeak on this. Is this episode will last forever? So he was drafted. Um, where is this Wikipedia? Just had it up. <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna see if I can find some of his cars. Just to you know, all these kids you know that I uh, was able to. Beat. I got you, bro. I'm gonna send you one. I got two of the base autos. So I'm gonna send you one. Just so we can share the hobby, you know. Okay, yeah. So he was drafted San Francisco 49 in the fifth round, 180th overall in the 2021 NFL draft. And then he signed his four-year rookie contract on May 13th. So he's a he's locked in for at least four years, right? Yeah, Dude, I'm so so happy you got PT, bro. I'm gonna send you a notice for real. What for real? So you, yeah, yeah. So you can. Have, I have. I have four. I have two of the same. So I'll send you one of the ones that I have the same. No, I hit. I'm gonna hit up Jake to find. You know, um, see if we can, because he has a lot of product in North Carolina. He's running into. So you save that. Send that to Tech because Tech collects the Polynesian players. <laughs> you know what I'm I'll saying? Send it, oh yeah, that's right. The P, Tech PCs. I'll send it to Tech then. Yeah, Tech PCs. All so, Polynesian players. Everyone. So for Christmas, if you're listening to this. Any Polynesian player that's playing any kind of sport, send it to Tech. So I'll send it to Tech by way of Georgia to Virginia <laughs> to – okay, I got you, Tech. Don't even trip. Man, it's, a oh, long, yeah, it's a long trip. Yep. Shout out to Covert. Um, what's that? Cheer. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Dude, what a – it's just, like, I, I posted it, like, there was three different 49er Instagrams that posted his stuff, uh-huh. like different angles of that specific play against Daryl Henderson that he broke up. Yeah. And then another one, like pregame, just bouncing around, throwing up the tee. Bro, I love to see that, bro. So, I mean, to, to our young kids that are, that are of Tongan descent or any Polynesian descent, when you have the chance and you're on that stage, like, don't be afraid. You know, don't be afraid to to not only showcase your skills, but tell people from where you're from, you know, be, be proud of your heritage, no matter if it's Tonga, Samoan, Fijian, whatever, just be happy because you're, you're a selected few, like not too many make it to that, you know what I mean? To that stage. So when you get that chance, don't let us down. Just like thou, thou, thou to the fullest, you know what I'm saying? Loto lahi Yeah, loto lahi Get a, get a, get a trading card because we'd love to collect it or we'd love to buy it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And it's um, it's so, man. Okay, so back in the days, it gives me chills, bro. Seeing that, I'm like, hell yeah. I've never met the dude, but dude, right. tease up. You know what I mean? Tease up, man. That's what's up. And 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 also too, not only just when you're on that platform on a huge stage, like being an NFL athlete, to to also like maybe even develop like side hustle to look further than your career. Look, you know what I'm saying? Be able to look past that because you're playing the game. Use that platform. If we all had that platform, like being an NFL athlete, I hope someone would pour into me to be able to like, to tell me like, hey, develop another business besides using this. This is not going to end. 
this is not going to go on forever. Develop something else, you know, so you can make money past the NFL. What do you guys yeah. say about that? I agree 100%. Invest. Invest in yourself. You know, it all come back tenfold, to be honest. Yeah, but that's, that's great. You don't want to – you see it all too often, like, you know, those 30 for 30s that you hear back in the day. I mean, it doesn't happen so much now, but of players just running out of money, you know what I mean? They weren't thinking of the after football, but I agree with that 100%, man. Shout out. Shout out to the people that are using their their talents even after, you know, like Paul. I know Paul's doing some conditioning stuff or whatever the case may be. Shout out to Coach, you know, for – yeah, shout out those guys that are utilizing their talent to the fullest, for real. Do you ever uh, – you know, because you, you guys know that Coach got his master's degree, right? Me and Tech wow. went to his graduation. Yeah, he's probably one of the only one of the only few dudes that actually know that actually know know that has their master's degree. And me and Tech were able to go to his uh, graduation when he graduated. We made this big old banner that said, "What did it say, Tech?" Uh, it's something about ASU with the big old sun devil. <laughs> oh, Ooh, it's something like, bro. Has named Champagne on it. Yeah, Champagne Jackson. <laughs> No, but I'm saying he um he wrote a thesis on one of his you know because you have in, in order to get your uh, your uh, degree you have to write a thesis paper or whatever, and he did something on uh, he wrote it about the game of football and how the passion baby you know what yeah I mean? you know what I'm saying so he stuck with that bro coach shout out to you bro you know what I'm saying I heard that all too often growing up. My grandparents used to say that all the time, like, don't, don't hold back. Don't, you know, you're you, you're, it's a God-given talent. Maximize it to the fullest. I appreciate you doing that, Coach. Momoa. Yeah, nice to get him on Momoa. here. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want him to come on here next time, and hopefully he can come on, um, get on here and talk to us a little bit about it, but. It was a really interesting thesis. I mean, it looked like a book, bro. Like, literally, he could probably publish it as a book. Dude, we but it was on the game red. of football. We do that red on here, bro. I'm going to get a hoffy going, coach. I mean, fellas, say who you get a hoffy at the going. Real. Yeah, man. Sorry, I'm, I'm over here fobbing out. My bad. <laughs> no worries, brother. Damn, I love the energy on tonight's podcast. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. We jumped into it and just got right to it. Very talkative. Tex got his hair down. <laughs> Australia, what up? What up? Australia, we're coming for you, Australia. Australia, what up? Right? Jeez, bro. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. So what's new, fellas? What's what's everybody What's everybody got planned for Thanksgiving and uh, the holidays? Look at that. Just cute and amusing. All I know is it's about to be this season. Man. Non-stop Mariah Carey coming to us soon. I wonder if there's any laws in any states that you can't play Christmas music until after Thanksgiving. I don't know, but she's about to make the airwaves and make billions of dollars here soon. Again. Right? Make my wish Mariah Carey. 
<laughs> Dude, one more weekend we have Thanksgiving. Oh wow! What are you guys having for Thanksgiving? Uh, turkey or ham? Because we usually have one or the other, and then the other one gets made for Christmas. So we're having a ham, honey baked ham. Shout out honey baked ham. For Thanksgiving, we're having a honey baked ham from the Honey Baked Ham Company. Shout out. Nice. Over here paying some bills, you know what I'm saying? Just shout outs. Hopefully, you guys hear me. I get a buy one, get one free, and a free turkey for Christmas, something like that. Nice. What do you guys do usually, Jake, for uh, Thanksgiving? Well, it's, it'll be the first time that I'm going to be able to, you know, with, with my job, I, I, I usually work the day before, the day after, you know, because I worked in the retail space for so many years. And, you know, my family will be down here now. So, you know, they're, 25 minutes away so it'll be the first thanksgiving i you know in many years that i've been able to spend with my family so i'm just happy about that we're, we're having turkey too although i am a honey baked ham fan for oh, sure uh, oh uh, <laughs> shout out to maybe, honey baked ham hey maybe maybe we'll do both out. i don't know maybe we'll get crazy this year honey baked ham is so delicious it's great for your families Ooh. holidays honey baked ham shout out to you again <laughs> Shout out for real. And they hand out samples while you wait in line to pick up your hand. <laughs> Not the samples. <laughs> Not the samples. Mm, that sounds so dang good right now. Honey baked Jake, ham. Welcome, welcome, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Thanksgiving is coming up. Tech, you're coming down to Reno, right? I'll be in Reno. We were just talking yeah. about this before you guys jumped on. Tex family, they have this uh, tradition every year, Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving or after Thanksgiving, right? Or, yeah, it's around Thanksgiving weekend. And we all get together. So we celebrate Thanksgiving and Christmas together all just that weekend. We just invite everybody. Hey, I haven't gotten an invite. You get one yet, Jake? <laughs> I should Not be yet. in the mail. It's coming. Yeah, what's it's coming. It, it should be in the mail. I heard something about wearing an ugly sweater and we're good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's pretty dope, man. It's like a it's like a great event. A lot of food, a lot of friends and family go through. I went last year with my lady. I heard there was uh, a lot of like engagement announcements and stuff. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Shout out Australia. What up? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Australia is listening. We have some thank you to all our Australia listeners listening, tuning yeah. in right now. Malo, tech. Malo. tech is on his way. He'll be there shortly. Oh, but it's a great event. Um, it's a huge event, and we're doing it. Um, they're doing it again this year. It's going to be on Friday, next Friday, after day after Thanksgiving. But um, one of the things that um, they do, go ahead, Tech, tech you explain it. Dude, this is the first time I've seen it was last year, just like you did. Oh, but, really? Yeah. Oh, man. But I guess you just come out with your ugly sweater and like uh, do like a little entrance, like a WWE entrance <laughs> to any music you want. And then, you know, and everybody goes and does it. Hell but, yeah. But this year it's gotten so big that we got to move it to a church instead of my brother's house. That's what I'm talking about. Every year it just keeps getting better. It's pretty evil. So last year, me and Lute, we won the best entrance award. <laughs> oh, wow. What was the song, bro? Come on. Forget the song. What was the song? I, I can't remember. La da da dee da 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 da. 
<laughs> I know you, bro. <clears throat> La, da, da. I wanted, what was it? I can't remember. If I find it throughout this, uh, probably I'll go ahead and play it for us. Oh, yeah. there's a. I know there's a drum in the beginning. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was man. I forget. Yeah, no, but it was fun, man. A lot of good food. I think it was that song that you know that famous. Or Tom Cruise in that movie. He slides in with the sock. No. No. That, you know what scene I'm talking about? Man, I don't remember. I'm trying to try to find which song it is right now. One second, I'll be right back. I heard there was a video somewhere. There is a video, but it has yeah. since been deleted. So <laughs> there's no more video or or receipts for that, but man, but yeah, yeah. Tech, tech did you do an entrance? Yeah, Tech did an entrance too. No, I didn't do one. All right, so we'll this year we'll be looking forward to Tech's entrance song. Tech, bro, I can picture Tech just putting on a Lucha Libre mask and doing a Rey Mysterio entrance, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but not tucking in the hair, just having it all come out. Oh. Uh, Hey, don't don't has the uh what is the time frame for us to come down to um to, to Dallas? So soft opening will be Tuesday of next week. Ooh. Right. So the week of Thanksgiving, which is Tuesday. Um we're gonna be open this weekend, but the time frame for the grand opening is still in the air. That weekend that I told you guys is looking good. Um, but we're just trying to coordinate with one of the promoters here that is having a show. Um, just to kind of coordinate, have kind of a trade night grand opening type thing before his show the following days. You know what I mean? So we're just trying to figure that out because we got a couple of buddies that want to fly down for it as well. So we're, we're still hoping on that same day. I'll know more by Tuesday for sure when we have the soft opening. But yeah, man, it's like the closer we get. Um, yeah, all the videos and the Photos you're sharing in our chat, man, looks amazing. Looks really clean. Mm -hmm. Wow, bro. Never thought for like the first picture of seeing or walking through and seeing nothing. Seeing because it was a, is it called cryotherapy? Cryotherapy office before. I was like, there's no way this is a card shop, dude. And now it's like you walk in, it's like it was meant to be a card shop. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Yeah, that's a great space, man. I was able to visit your shop two times now, right? First time right, I came yeah. through. This was the second time I came through. Yeah, everything You saw looks, a big change too, right? Yeah, it was a huge change. The painting looks good. You had the TVs yeah. up in there in the shop. I mean, what does it mean? Like, how do you... Uh, has it hit reality yet that you're, gonna, you're about to be owner of your own car shop? It hasn't. I think we were talking about... Me and Tech were talking about it. Like, I went from working a nine to five to basically a 24-7. You know what I mean? which I don't mind as much, but it would hit me today. We were, we were unloading a bunch of the wax and it's all coming together, you know? So I was like, I was texting my wife pictures and I got all emotional. I was like, dang, this is happening. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Before, it was just like, we ran into so many issues with the building contractor, um, licensing and all that, because the card house, which is the name of the shop, um, there's a card house in San Antonio, but it's like a 
they do poke they like they play poker and blackjack there and there there was some special licensing so it was kind of like we're so close but we're so far away now it's just like we're we're literally days away you know what i mean and even even tuesday is a long shot like we might even at the rate we're going i think we'll be open this friday or saturday while we're still doing last little last minute little things you know what i mean but it's wild bro and that's how it usually is, man. Everything doesn't really come together until when it needs to come together. So exactly, strong I agree work with that hundred percent. Yeah, strong word, brother. You and, and all your peoples that are working with it, families joining in on it, man. That's what's up, man. Yeah, shout out my wife for believing and following the dream too. Yeah, man, that's not something easy to do, brother. But you guys are doing. Bro, it. It's it's just. Um, I remember telling you guys like. It was either Jake or, or Coach that came up with that question in our chat. And I don't, it, it was months ago, like almost a year ago, somebody was like, you know, hey, what's your next step? And like, I didn't even hesitate. I was just like a shot, you know, which was a long shot. Like, it was just like, yeah, that's the next step, you know? Yeah. But here we are, like, it's wild, bro. The next step would be an, another shot. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going to say. Well, imagine the next phase, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. The next phase will be all of us coming to work for you. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know one, one of you guys, it's already in the works. Like, oh, uh, it's going to be close, like real close. Oh, man. Depending me yesterday, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For real, part house Aussie. What, what what, what's what's up with all these Australia comments? <laughs> I think you know. No clue. Yeah, this one. Yeah. Oh, this is the one, dude. What I want you yeah, this is it. Might be hard to handle, like okay. Yeah. So this was my interest song for last year's <laughs> Thanksgiving. Uh... Oh wow. What was the dance you did when you came into that? Dude, oh. fist pump without a shirt on, bro. I already yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, I went to the room. Oh, yeah, no, first Lute walked out like she was air, playing the air guitar because you know how the beginning is the air guitar. She was air guitar and air drumming. And then I, I don't know, I think I went, I knew when the beat was about to drop and then I ran up to the front. Or no, I was faced backwards at the time. And as soon as the song dropped, I turned around and started lip syncing. <laughs> <laughs> That's classic, bro. Yeah, it was fun, man. Yeah, so I don't want to invite everyone on air here, but yeah, if you're not doing anything, <laughs> yeah, Thanksgiving. All our listeners, if you're in the town, um, locally here in Reno, Nevada area, northern Nevada, swing on by November 26, 3 p.m. Dude, I remember that. The spread you guys had, bro. Like we got pictures of the spread before you guys even. I know it was tech that was taking pictures of the, of the the entrance contest and stuff like that. But the spread, bro, there was hell of food over there. Hell of food. Hell of food, bro. Money. And we took some home, and there was still hell of food left. Was that where I discovered the egg? That one dessert. Was that when Monique uh, made that one dessert, the egg, frog eggs or egg eyes? Frog eyed salad? 
Yeah, frog eye salad. Hey, I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. Have you guys ever heard of that frog eye salad? We're here. I'm with you, bro. <laughs> we're in cahoots. <laughs> frog, Jake, have you ever had frog eyed salad? I have not. Oh, bro, you're missing out. Yeah, you guys. Did they have? That. Did they have marshmallows? Did they have marshmallows? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that's that laugh that like the uh, characters in the movies would give just before they hop on. He's like, "What? Right? <clears throat> that little chuckle laugh. <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> oh my goodness! Hey, but that frog eye salad didn't last long. Hell no. Hey, you gotta, be, you gotta be nice and like chill too. You know what I mean? The colder yeah. the better, bro. Yes. And I think she made two bowls of it. Yeah. Straight vanished, bro. So frog eyed salad, Google that for your next or your this upcoming Thanksgiving. If you day. like jello and you like marshmallows, it's the way to go. If I'm not mistaken, it's made with pasta. Yeah, it's pasta. I did not <laughs> know that. <laughs> That's too funny. I love that stuff. It is so delicious. Frog ice salad, y'all. Put you guys up on some game. For real. It's one of those, like... I've had it. Okay, I've had it. I just Googled it. I've seen what it looked like now. But I never knew it was called that. Yeah. (laughs) It's one of those ones, like, it's like the oldest lady in the Relief Society made it. It's like, I don't want to touch it, bro. Like, she got cobwebs in her house, but it's like... Then the first time I had it, I was like, oh, this is what that stuff is? Yeah. Golly. Did you guys, um, so how are you guys doing on the workout, the 30-day 30 30 day <clears throat> workout here? I'm going to be honest with you, bro. Me at the shop, like today, was a sweat, was one of the sweatiest days ever. <laughs> I'm not doing the exact workouts, which I'm sure you guys are getting more of a sweat out of that, but Oh, you know, our goal it. was our goal this this month for the November 30 day workout challenge was 30 minutes of some kind of activity and walk two miles. I think that was that was our goal. But as long as we're doing some right. Yeah, keep the helped, heart pumping, right? Yeah, man, for real. And it, it helped that um, our October challenge made that transition into November oh, a yeah. lot easier. Our, our, uh, for those of you who are listening, um, our October challenge was started to us by Jake. He issued us a challenge to do 31 days of uh, 100 push-ups, 30 minutes of what? Wait, no, 100. Pu- what was it, Jake? Uh, yeah, 100 push-ups, and then 50 like uh, body weight squats. Yeah, and um, you know, run, walk a mile at, yeah. every day. Every day. So yeah, today is day 16. And can I ask you guys, we all have Apple Watches. My watch just now gave me a, um, an alert. Said I've been standing for 12 hours. I don't think this thing is working right. Uh, right? I, I, I charge mine like every other day. So yeah, the, the standing thing is kind of weird. It is totally yeah. whack. Yeah, the I think standing if you, thing is off. I think if you put, if you're sitting down, but you put your arm down, it thinks you're standing. I think that's part of why, like, so if you got your arms up a little bit, it yeah. can kind of tell the difference, you know, or if it's rotated, your wrist is rotated up. But if you got your arm down by your side, it can't really, 
It doesn't know. Okay, I just got a notification that I've been I reached my stand goal of 12 hours. <laughs> While you were seated. Um, While I'm seated. Yeah. It don't make no kind of sense. Apple, you gotta get it together. Come on, Apple. Come yeah, on, I remember I remember one morning I woke up at 4 30, put on my watch, and they said I already standing for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, come on. There has to be some way these engineers can can um, make it so that it doesn't tell. It's it coming out on, on the on the next the newest Apple Watch, guaranteed. Mm-hmm. It's all the little tedious things that they add on the new one that's already been out for how many years on Samsung. So if the standing is off, does that make the other ones off as well? Miles is pretty accurate. Yeah, I think the distance because GPS is involved and, you know, and then the activity and then your heart rate too. So, yeah. I mean, your heart rate's going up, you know, some of that stuff can be a little bit more accurate. I don't think it's probably tough for the calories to be accurate in general, but, you know, you, you know, I think the, the idea behind it, getting a general sense of what you're doing during the day is good. Like, you know, I don't know how standing is so much, you know, of course you're going to burn more calories standing than sitting. And it's good to stand up, but I don't think there's that big of a there unless you're moving around. Yeah, the the miles are pretty accurate because I, I use the miles. Uh, it even tracks your indoor walking, like you're walking on a, on a treadmill. It's pretty accurate to the treadmill that I for the treadmill miles. Be spot on, so that's pretty good. But yeah, November challenge would stay sixteen. I haven't even done a workout today. Well, it'll say I do some indoor walking, but I'm always outdoors for work. It'll say that I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I got my two miles in. Uh, I just need to do 30 minutes of some kind of workout. But for all of those that are following us on our Instagram account, I apologize. We went from day 10 (laughs) to day 15. know where all those videos i edited all those videos but because we're uh, because we're we said on our instagram account that we would post our our check-ins every day (laughs) and so we went from day 9 10 and all of a sudden we have day 15 (laughs) so i'm like oh i was hella laughing man i don't i have day 11 12 i just forgot the first anyways as long as you're doing something some kind of workout exactly but shoot, man, what's coming up? Anything coming up besides Thanksgiving this week? Anything coming up for you guys? No, just my trip to Reno, back home. When you get when you get out here, Ted, when you leave? I'm hoping to leave Tuesday. Oh, next Tuesday? Nice. Yeah. Right Anybody doing any uh, Black Friday shopping? Um, I'd like to. I'd like to get a TV, a sixty-five inch TV for Black oh, Friday. Uh, you can probably do it now because I, I see a lot of places already doing Black Friday online. Oh, that's true. I'm now, where's the... See if the if any of the mics go on sale that you were talking about too? We need to watch out for that. Yeah, if you see something that um the the mic that um Tech has in his uh for his podcast setup is the like the number two mic number one number two mic in the in uh, the country right now which one is that tech 
sure. MV7. Uh, MV7. Yeah. Oh, we lost Omar. But yeah, man. Um, who was it? Yeah, that, that'd be nice if we all got a nice podcast mic so all our audio sounds kind of like the same. So I know mine yeah. sounds the same. Text audio sounds the great, the best, I think, my personal opinion. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, let's get our stuff set up. And that's what's crazy is like we started with just using our phones on FaceTime, right? <laughs> we just started anywhere. So if, if you guys are thinking that you want to start a podcast, you don't have to have a great, you know, like an expensive mic. You could just use your iPhone because the mics on the iPhones, they're incredible too. They can right. Pick it up. So you don't have a, you don't have to have all the gear. You just have to go and do it. Because even what we're almost two years into this podcast, we're still figuring out how to do the audio. <laughs> <laughs> so the the you know what I mean. So just go out and do it. Just go out and find something that you like, and just go out and do it. The how make, is what make it happen. Yeah, make it happen. And then the how usually presents itself in the middle of doing whatever it is that you're doing that you're trying to accomplish. The how usually shows up and tells you how to do it while you're doing it, right? Yep, because we're still trying to figure out how to do a podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we just so happen to have this Anchor app that we use. If you're looking to for a platform to create your own podcast, uh, we heavily suggest and highly suggest uh, that you use the Anchor app. It's a free app on the down uh, on the uh, App Store download it for free to your phone and you can start your podcast that way just on your phone just by using your phone and if you have a computer that's great too you can go in and um, edit things you know get a little bit more deeper dive into how to edit the podcast but just using your phone is a great way not only that but anchor is such a great tool to use because it puts your your podcast onto every platform every major platform so it automatically when you automatically when you upload your podcast to anchor it automatically uploads it to spotify podcast google podcast to uh, apple podcast all the major platforms there's about eight different platforms that your podcast can be uploaded to automatically all through the anchor app like a one-stop shop yep and i anchor- didn't even i didn't even know it went to more than spotify and uh and apple podcasts Oh yeah, we're all over. We're on Breaker TV or Breaker Radio FM. Um, some other ones I don't know about, but Amazon too, Google. It's all over. But the, our main listeners, and thank you for listening. They all listen to us through uh, Apple. Apple's the number one platform that most of our podcast viewers are listening or listeners are listening to, and then it's Spotify. And then uh, for those of you that don't know, we do have a YouTube version of our podcast. We usually put the video versions up. Uh, we try our best to put the video versions up on our YouTube um, page. And then all those links are located in our description below. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's a little bit about podcast. If you guys ever wanted to start with I wanted to uh, talk a, um, a little bit about um like we talked a little bit about NFTs and the metaverse last show, right? That yep. was a eye-opening episode and an ear-opening episode. 
And now I didn't know this, but you can actually re you can actually ask questions, and we can um, like talk back and forth with our podcast listeners. So there's these polls and these questions that we can ask. If you go onto our um, Spotify, the Spotify version of our podcast, you can actually um, interact with us via Spotify by the questions that we and the polls that we that we ask on there. But I was talking today, and I was. Did you guys know anything about the um the train of satellites that were shown flying over the sky one night? Did you guys see that? I think it was sometime last year. A train of satellites. A train of satellites. It's Elon Musk. He had a, like these satellites that um that are going across the sky. And people were like, what the heck was that? It was all over YouTube. It was just, it was about this time last year. You guys see that? No, I haven't even seen anything like that. Let's see if I can. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was crazy. Here, I'll show you. Yeah, this is, it's a star. Have you heard of that, Jake? Starlink satellites? Yeah, I've heard of them throwing them up there. It's for, it's for internet, right? Is it for internet? I don't know. Here it is, right here. If you guys can see this, what we're looking at is um, a camera pointing to the sky. You can kind of see the moon in the background. But there's uh, these orbs-looking things just floating across the uh, the sky clumped together separated almost equal distance from each other but there's just going through across the sky you guys see that yeah yeah that doesn't look real though dude that's his starlink satellites so he 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 launched them all like together up there yeah wow so this thing is floating um, and so if you click on this, what the Starlink is, is for, uh, what does it say? This video shows the Starlink satellites train seen from Earth. Starlink is the name for a satellite constellation that was constructed by Elon Musk in order to provide fast satellite internet access. The constellation will consist of several thousands of small Starlink satellites in low Earth orbit, which will work together. Yeah, this is the. And it kind of looked like some of the other videos, UFO videos that are out there of like the orbs hovering, except those ones are moving. <clears throat> how is this? How is it able to, um, like, how are we able to see it like that? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's the thing that I, I'm wondering is like, how are they able to be well, look up? Right? Yeah. Look up, uh, look up low Earth orbit. So this is oh, okay. This thing right here, the first one. I don't. I, I'm just. I'm spitballing here. Yeah. So because it's not that far away compared to like where the International Space Station is, that's why we can like see it pretty easily. I think. But that's why I was going to say, just like, take a look there and see what it says about it. Oh, okay, I see. Hey, welcome back, I'm Lai. Have you ever thought about this question? 
Ever since the 1950s, humans have sent so many satellites to orbit Earth. We have sent in total six successful missions to Jupiter, five to Saturn, landed seven on Mars, are flying space. The Earth atmosphere gets. Okay, so yeah, I'm just skipping through that. Um, I the reason why I wanted to talk about it is because uh, there's um, this new Elon Musk. He wants to really create um, create a life outside of Earth for us to exist. Like he believes, like you were saying, Jake, he believes that our species can survive, we'll be able to survive better or be able to prolong the species if we look for other places to, to, to live on, right? Well, he, he's got a, like a pessimistic view of that too. He's like, we won't survive unless we are a multi-planet species. So it's like, it's like a, almost like you can see, like he's passionate about it, but it's almost like a desperate passion because he feels like he has to do this to yeah. save humanity. Pretty crazy, uh, you know, just listening to him to speak about it, about, you know, and how, you know, he, it, he feels almost, it seems like he fe feels compelled to do it. Yeah. No, the reason why I bring that up and it's totally different subject that we were talking about is because, have you seen the news? <laughs> see the news what about the news they are coming out and talking about um more and more stuff about like like this type of stuff now about living outside of the earth and ufos um let me see if i can find it there's some big article today about that in the new york times or it probably was written a while ago but it just coming out but the reason why i want to talk about this is because it's more and more and more it's coming out and i just want to ask us why are they talking about this now when they were trying to hide it all these other years you know what i'm saying trying to hide trying to not talk about ufos not talk about uh mm. stuff in the space and I wonder why it's blowing up our news feeds um, on on my phone. It's like okay. every other article is talking about the space space programs. I got two theories. Mm -hmm. So one is we have this technology and we've had it for a while and they're slowly trying to get us used to um, you know, them having this type of technology that functions. Or they know something way scarier <laughs> and have been in contact or or not in contact, but been aware of, you know, this presence since like what? The 50s is really when this took off. So the 1950s. So, you know, there's something big about to drop and they don't want us to freak out and all like turn and kill each other or panic or like ruin the world. So they're like dropping these little tidbits to get us slightly numb to you know every other month we get a new ufo so then it becomes commonplace to talk about it and then people just kind of like tune it out and it's not big news anymore okay yeah so it's crazy it's crazy because i see it on my feed on my personal feed on my phone via twitter everything that pops up on my twitter feed everything when i log into facebook I'm starting to see more of that. And I don't do any searches for any of that stuff. 
it's just starting to pop up more and more and more. So I'm wondering if you guys are seeing more talk about space and, and UFOs and stuff like this. Space for sure. Um, the UFOs kind of like, it goes up and down. I think it depends on, I know some of the stuff that I'm consuming <laughs> when some of the podcasts focus on it, you know, you see it rise and fall. I think you had, you know, when all that, when Trump had the, uh, had the bill that was supposed to release all that information, you know, there was a whole lot of like, what are we going to find out from this? You know, and it, they ended up not really releasing a whole lot of stuff for us. To, so, uh, I mean, there's, de there's definitely like, notice there's intention behind it, right? So they're doing this on purpose. So, because you're seeing like the New York Times report on it, you're seeing major, major organizations talk about this. Yeah, so organizations that are more like left-leaning that don't really usually pay attention to this stuff, type of stuff. So that's why I'm wondering. Is there an agenda? Yeah, is, is there? there? I mean, I I'm know. seeing it. I don't, because you, know, you know, if you talk about something on your phone, like if you have your phone near you and you talk about something, like uh, like uh, today I was talking about uh, going to Red Robin, you know, to eat burgers. Next thing you know, I log into our Instagram. What do I see on my Instagram feed on the as one of the uh, as one of the commercials on the feed is a Red Robin restaurant feed, like burger thing. So and it, and it's funny because I don't talk about space or anything like this, but that stuff shows up on my feed. So I'm just wondering if you guys are seeing the same thing and if any of our viewers are seeing all this stuff, too. I mean, I'm not I just just want to put it out there that there's stuff going on and people keep saying there's something major that's going to happen i wonder if this is the major thing that's going to happen not that we're going to be attacked by aliens or anything but if things like for the space program uh gets revealed or some crazy thing gets revealed i just want to know if any of your listeners or if you guys personally are seeing any of these things come come up on your feeds well why do you think they created the united states space force I don't know. I thought that was just a farce uh, from what Trump wanted to come. I thought it was a joke, honestly, that Trump wanted to create this thing. So I'm not even sure. It's, well, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a division of, of the Air Force. What? Space Force yeah. is actually a division of a military branch? Correct. Yep. Yeah, look it up. Wow. Hold on. Let me look. Okay. I think it's like I think it's a www.spaceforce.mil for the um, for military. Oh my gosh! It is a real thing, <laughs> right? So right. here we are. Can you guys see the website? Let's look at this. Yeah. Um, not yet. Space www.spaceforce.mil. Yep. This is it. Yep. Oh my gosh. That's a government website. This is a government website. Wow. Okay. Now I know I'm now I know you know I use DuckDuckGo as my web browser. So hopefully I don't get Use a bunch a, of what does the fact sheet say? Frequently asked questions. Where is that at? About us. Oh, here to go fact sheet look at fact what's, sheet. what's the space force okay yeah good 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 okay there you go what is the u.s space? the ussf is the newest branch of the armed forces it was the stat oh dang it was established december 20th 2019 
with enactment of the Fiscal Year 2020 National Defense Authorization Act and will be stood up over the next 18 months. What is the mission of the Air Space Force? The U.S. Space Force is a military service that organizes, trains, and equips space forces in order to protect U.S. and allied interests in space and to provide space capabilities to the joint force. USSF responsibilities will include developing guardians, what the hell, acquiring military space systems, maturing the military doctrine for space power, and organizing space forces to present to our combatant commands. What the hell? So they wanna, wow, so. I mean, you know, the colonizing space, right? Like colonizing other worlds, the moon, I think. You know, I think this is forward thinking, right? So also, I think that China has, they have missiles that can go into space and then come back in. So also a way to combat, like if somebody was to shoot at us, um, you know, shoot it out to outer space and have it come back into orbit towards us, they have missiles that can do that. So I think like it's for maybe both those things. Um, I don't go to the next Q&A that why do we need a space force? Maybe they talk about that more. The next one down. Uh, this one here. Why do we need a space force? Yeah. Let's do yeah. That. Can you read that, to, uh, Jake? Yeah, space has become essential to our security and prosperity so much that we need a branch of our military dedicated to its defense, just like we have branches of military dedicated to protecting and securing the air, land and sea unfettered access to space is vital to national defense space systems are woven into the fabric of our way of life space affects almost every part of our daily lives and is fundamental to our econ our um, economic system for example satellites not only power gps technology that we use daily but allow us to surf the web and call our friends enable first responders to communicate to, with each other in times of crisis timestamp transactions in the world financial market and even allow us to use credit cards at the gas pumps. Okay, so that makes sense, right? Oh, I'm gonna click on like this. What one. if what if somebody yeah. were to attack us, you know, by destroying our satellites? And then we can't use our credit cards all of a sudden, right? Or our phones go down. So that's part of the reason, right? Is to defend our, you know, our technology that's up there that allows us to like use GPS and all that kind of stuff. Wow. So they got a leader for this thing. Where will members of the Space Force come from? Wow. So this is crazy. The US Space Force will initially be composed of uniform and civilian personnel conducting and supporting space operations as part of Air Force Space Command. So it's part of the Air Force. Over the next year, units and personnel from other parts of the US Air Force will transfer into the US Space Force. Wow, so this was just relatively new. It was uh, created December 20th of 2019, only two years like old. during COVID, right? Or during right before COVID? COVID? Uh, yeah, a little bit before COVID. That's well, maybe odd. COVID was probably out. We just didn't have our lockdowns yet. Yeah, let's look at this. Space Force careers. Oh, civilian careers. Let's check this out. One if we can get a job working for Space Force. Maybe that's what uh, Siosif is really doing. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Air Force. Okay, there was, what is this? Space Force, United Space Force. We're glad you're here. We'd like to know how you got to this page. 
or how you learned about AFCS. Um, can I, where is this other? Uh, hit the X. Yeah, okay. I was going to type in an answer. <laughs> All right. X. Just gets us out of it. All right. Civilian Space Forces. Oh, maybe we have to. <laughs> this is weird, bro. The sky is not the limit. Oh, I, I feel guess... like we were, we were about to get like the Star Wars credits there. Seriously. <laughs> Civilians and the armed forces working side by side to keep the nation secure. So this is probably, I wonder if our agent uh, person works for this company or works for Space Force, our secret agent. Mali. Um, yeah, where's the career? Oh, here's the careers up here. I won't even let me click. Oh, there it is. I wonder if they post the actual jobs on here. <clears throat> I'm assuming you probably have to be like a U.S. citizen. <clears throat> Who knows? Hmm. Probably, you know, you don't have to. Well, uh, you're probably right. You can okay. serve in the military without being a citizen, though, right? So, yeah. Yep. I know a couple of people that work out in uh, the Herlong, or because yeah, you can earn your you can earn your citizenship by serving. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't know that. Okay, so they have all sorts of. Uh, ooh, what's this? Special investigations. How come all these people on the website are like color perfect perfect bone structure? <laughs> yeah, they're a perfect bone structure, and they're all colored people. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Okay, the Air Force Office of Special Investigations Ooh. provide professional investigative a services. A falsy, <laughs> yeah. But anyways, yeah. I mean, I'm going on over here, but yeah, I just, I just want to know more about it. I just keep seeing this stuff all over the place, and I don't talk about it. I don't. I don't search it on my phone. This is the first time I've actually searched it, but I see it everywhere now. Even the news coming out talking about it. So now, I, now you're going to be stuck with it because now it heard you. Now your microphone heard you. I know. You're done for now. <laughs> for real. About to throw this phone away now. <laughs> Anyhow, what else is going on for you guys? I just wanted to bring that up real quick. Anything else? I know Jake you got some new toys today. I did. I did <laughs> some uh, home defense uh, sprinkler system. Oh, nice. nice. <laughs> Very cool. Yes. Is it easy to find stuff for it? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, the, it, it's uh, one of the more common ones that you can get. So as far as double okay. uh, batteries. <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> nice where do you um you have to take a class and stuff to go about getting a, the sprinkler systems <laughs> <laughs> yes um uh, yeah you yeah, well not so no, not not the not, purchase not, it's oh, state you don't by, have to well, it's state by state right so some states you do and some states like massachusetts you have to have a yearly permit uh you know here in north carolina you have to you just have to get your permit to purchase so for for some of them and then of course if you 
you know, if there's other kinds, then you would have to go through, once you go through your background check, right? You get the permit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, if you're getting a, you know, some of the other ones, like, you know, if you're getting a shotgun or a rifle or anything like that, you got to go through a background check. <clears throat> but some states have more hoops to go through for home defense stuff. If uh, it just depends on each state, each state has different laws. <clears throat> Oh, but okay. if but if you have yours conceals, then it's a lot easier to purchase. Right, and and there's then there's there's also re, uh, reciprocity laws where you know if like neighboring states honor the other states if you cross over for work or whatever. So you know some states have like agreements in place. <clears throat> yeah, because I I want to get one. I I want eventually. I don't know if I should have one now, but eventually I want to get one. Maybe when I own a house, when I get in my own home. Well, you look at like, look at, um, you know, I think a big part of, you know, why people would be split on this, like, because this is another issue that people are divided on, right? But, Mm -hmm. you know, I think people are afraid of what they don't know, right? Something can look scary and seem scary. You know, look at, for example, like Israel, right? You know, they everybody serves in the military there. You think they're scared of firearms over there? <laughs> so Probably not. Right. You know, and I, you know, we are very spoiled here, right? Because a lot of us just take advantage of being free, you know, whereas a lot of other places they're earning their freedom on a daily basis because you know they're being shot at quite often. You know, look, I'm giving give Israel for an example right there. <clears throat> yeah. So you know, and, you know, regardless of where you, where you stand on that issue, mm-hmm. an Israeli child has no, they, 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 ha- they have no responsibility in that. And yet they're going to grow up and learn how to use them. Right. Yeah. So. It's part of their <laughs> national um, duty is to join the military. Um, Wonder Woman played by Gal Gadot, who was recently on this, um, the Red Notice film with, and she starred on several Fast and the Furious movies. Um, Gal Gadot, famous Israeli um, model and actress. Hey. Yeah. AKA <laughs> ex-girlfriend. Um, <laughs> yeah, she, she was in the military. She joined and did her service in the military. And um, yeah, that's something interesting. But you know, got to think about America. We were founded on guns. We were founded on freedom and when they wrote the constitution whatever it is that they wrote they they made it an emphasis to put that into their you know into their law or what made into what makes a country great is for them to put in the having the the right to bear arms it's and they you know yeah they wrote it way back when when you know back in the days but it plays true today man and they wrote it for you know they wrote it for the reason to protect the people against people that would abuse the power in government right am i wrong is that what they wrote the second amendment for for those of you that don't know we are talking about guns here (laughs) right well you know just just think about why we left right so why people left Europe to begin with is there's an oppressive government that wouldn't let them practice the religion that they wanted to practice. And it was a monarchy, right? So there was royalty and 
you were born into it and you didn't have a chance to essentially kind of change. So, you know, a bunch of people rebelled against that. They're like, just because you were born to certain parents doesn't, you know, doesn't mean you can tell me what religion I could practice or what I could become. And so they will, you know, they left and went out and then, and then that, uh, you know, the, the British empire tried to go, uh, you know, to, to, to go continue to rule over, over the United States as well. So, you know, they went over and fought. So there was a war fought there and, you know, in winning our freedom guns is how we won it. And so our founders of our constitution definitely went in with that thought, right. Is, you know, a government, the only governments they had known were oppressive. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, they're like, okay, we're going to arm the people and keep the people armed. Uh, you know, and of course, this is, you know, my opinion, but, you know, a lot of people share this opinion, but, you know, they, that we'll never let a government overthrow the people. You know, the people are the government. They get to choose it and they can overthrow it if it doesn't serve their needs. And so that is a big reason why, you know, a lot of people feel like the Second Amendment was written is because of never being in a place where the American people couldn't decide that they will, don't, wouldn't, wouldn't um, have an oppressive government anymore. Yeah, and you need that. And this is the, you know, a great reminder for all of us is if you have oppressive regime, oppressive government, you get places like China, you get places like, uh, like I, you know, I don't know any other country that oppresses the people the most other North than China. Korea. Oh yeah, North Korea. Um, but we got to have that in order to be free. Some of the greatest stuff that has ever come out into the world has come from this country because it's free we're free to think we're free to create like all the movies that we have all the merchandise that we have um all the art the music you know all that stuff wouldn't be around we wouldn't be sharing it or we wouldn't have it in our lives if we were lived in a place like china right so it's it's important to have these freedoms and it's important to protect it because there's a lot of things trying to come down the line to oppress us, um, to keep us from being free and expressing ourselves. Now they're talking about in the government that they wanted to regulate podcasts. Did you guys hear about that? No. Yep. They want to they wanna regulate all podcasts now. Um, some senator, I don't know who her name, I forget what, I'm going to look it up here in a minute. But she suggested that she hold that the government hold all podcasts accountable like they were the actual news organization. Like they would mm -hmm. fine us and um, uh, give us penalties for like doing certain things with our podcast. Like they want us hold us accountable and limit the free speech with podcasts now. It's a thing. Right. That's right. crazy. So like so let's read out. I've got it in front of me. I'll read it out. The Second Amendment is um, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Hmm. You know, okay. so. So, the, you know, being necessary to the security of a free state. Right. So that's a free people. <clears throat> shall not be infringed that's what people are going to stay on it you know and our you know we're going to be divided on this because you know for a while because there's a lot of people that never had to fight for our freedom most of us 
have not had to fight for our freedom at all. So our perspective would be highly skewed on you know, the, the need for it, right? Because if you've never had to fight for anything, uh, you know, how are you going to understand that perspective? So it's, that's why history is important, right? It's important to know why that was written in the state that we were in, because to them, you know, I guarantee you 99, 100% of the people understood why we had that probably, you know, I, I doubt to maybe, I, I doubt we had even one dissenter when that was written on, you know, that was not controversial. Hmm. Right. I'm looking up here. Let's see. But there was an amendment that came before that, which was freedom of speech. So it shows you the priority they looked at it, though, was first freedom of speech. And then the ability to defend your freedom of speech if it was trying, you know, someone tried to take that away, if a government tried to take it away. <clears throat> Okay, here it is. Um, yeah, this was in July. Uh, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki casually confirmed. Uh, okay, no, this is something else. Anyways, yeah, so freedom of speech is super important. And when they try to where was that um, Benjamin Franklin quote? You guys hear about Benjamin Franklin? He has a lot of good quotes. He had one I shared in our in our group chat. Um, what did he say? What did he say? He said, "Whoever sh whoever would overthrow the liberty of a nation must begin by subduing the freeness of speech." Sheesh. Benjamin Franklin. The foresight on, on, and maybe not foresight, maybe they were just seeing it happen like in their own life. Mm -hmm. So, or had experienced it. And so, you know, it, it was very true to them. And, and then they were trying to, you know, they're counseling for us in the future, you know, because they were experiencing, they're experiencing it. So I, you know, I bet early on, you probably saw like, news organizations become skewed and corrupted, right? Or owned by corruption. So you probably had them experiencing it as they went. And especially in the city, you probably have like one major newspaper, right? So, or one major, you know, whatever, journal. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah. But amazing, you know, amazing words of wisdom that apply to us this very day. Exactly, because that's what they went through. They were trying to... Um keep people from communicating with each other <laughs> communicating and sharing their thoughts openly and you know they're probably they're probably going to try to crack down on these podcasts there's thousands and thousands of podcasts now uh the pandemic really just it really heightened the, the onslaught of podcasts popping up everywhere but I, I don't know how they would monitor it because there's so much being said and share screen, then share screen off. And then you wouldn't, I don't think there's a way, right? To, at least not now. I don't think they have the AI that could keep up with it, but it's, 
it is really disconcerting that they're talking about trying to control it. You know, it's freedom of speech. Let people talk. You know, good ideas rise to the top. Bad ideas will fall away. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let us, you know, let us figure that out. You know, as as a, as a as a society, you know, we've decided that Nazi behavior, like the majority of people, don't like Nazis, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. I've never met one in my life either, right? <laughs> so we, you know, as a as a people, we've decided that's pretty wrong. <laughs> So, you know, like I was saying, good ideas rise to the top. But when you try and force people or censor people, you know, you'll create these pockets of resistance, you know, or you you might even incentivize people to go the wrong direction by trying to force their hand with, with controlling it. Yeah, crazy, bro. Oh, man. Yeah, a lot to talk about on that subject, but got to be careful because um, the first moment I heard that they were trying to move on podcasts, that's the first time I was like, ah, oh, great. We try to regulate or censor podcasts nowadays. That's crazy. Crazy Jeez. talk. But yeah, the, you know, they've been trying to limit the freedom um, on the internet too. So if you guys see anything happening with the internet, you got you got to stand up and fight against it because it's going to, it's going to limit everybody, right? Any censorship on the internet or whatever, it's a bad call for any, for all of us in right. the long run. Right, right. But, yeah. Like we were saying, let us have our ideas, you know, and again, the, our good ideas are going to gain following, you know, people will support that. So, but in, in the end, I believe that, <laughs> I believe that that freedom and good will win out. You know, I, I think these are good things, but I think it's important for people to speak, you know, for, for people to speak their voice. And, and again, you know, this, you know, let the government know how we feel about the things that they're doing. And they, you know, as they start to move closer to the censorship and control, then we got to let them know that we don't stand for that. Yeah. Big, big uh, thing to keep in mind when you're, when you're out there. But anywho, um, what else is going on? <laughs> yeah, we got a sorry, just we got real, got real serious there. Um, yeah, super serious. We want to keep it, um, but you know, it's important to know. It's important to understand what's happening around us. There's a lot of these things that are moving, and they're gonna slide underneath the rug, and all of a sudden, we'll be, we'll be uh, pinned down to the floor, and that's not cool. We just gotta, you know, have perspective, have self, or have awareness of all things that are happening. It's just just good to talk about to have just, you know, it's just good to talk about and make sure that we all understand what could be happening. But anyways. Right. Right. Anything coming up for you this week? Um, just the busy time, you know, going towards the holidays, you know, so next week is going to be real busy for me. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited. Like you guys were talking early on about, uh, thanksgiving i'm excited excited to eat turkey with the fam and you know be able to enjoy some some downtime as well you know and get away from work because it is real busy around the, all that too so especially in my you know in the telecommute in the telecommunication space 
Mm -hmm. It's a real busy time of year. And, you know, anything retail is going to be really trying to earn a lot of money. So, uh, but it's good to see that a lot of, a lot of it has transitioned to online sales. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, uh, I think this year is going to be huge, huge record sales year for every, for tech, for TVs, um, huge. What do you think about that? What's up, coach? Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome, welcome. Man, thank you. Sorry I got on so late. Oh, you're oh. good, man. We know you're busy. We're just talking about what's going on the rest of the week and holiday stuff. How does your week look? Um, just let me know. Make it happen. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? Oh, Thanksgiving. We're just going to go over to um, my sister-in-law's house. I'm just going to spend time with my um, with my wifey's family. Nice. For the weekend. Eat some good turkey. Some good ham. <laughs> What's the ham that uh, Donga brought up there recently? What was the ham company he was talking Honey about? Honey-baked ham. Honey-baked Honey -baked ham. ham. Ooh. <laughs> hey, hey, this is the third time we shot you shouted you out, honey baked ham. Please they give us a sponsor us now. For real. Any um interesting dishes or anything cool that your family's gonna be doing for the upcoming holiday, coach? Lou Sipi, bro. Lou Sipi. Oh, uh, oh man. Coach, we, we were talking. Yeah, Lou Sipi. Lou Sipi sounds so good right now. <laughs> coach now that you're here we're um we were talking about you earlier in the show um we mentioned oh i mentioned that uh tech and i we had um we had like you're one of the only few people that we know that has a master's degree right and we told we told the guys like we came up to your graduation and uh for your master's degree up in in cali other than cali and we had a big banner for you <laughs> We had a big banner for your uh, when you walked across. We were yelling. That's made my night, man. That was so fun, man. So dope. You really, um, you know, one of the things I learned about graduation is like when you come out and you see people that are there, um, you feel loved, you know, you feel supported because those people made the time to come out and celebrate with you because, you know, it was hard to get my master's degree. Um, right. just, just to make time for it. You know, mm -hmm. I wrote a book, bro. I got a book. Yes. It's about a hundred, it's like 110 pages. I wrote all by myself. I did it my, on my own. Um, and, you know, this part of the thesis, pro, um, uh, project is you had to put a book together that measure right. the edges. So the edges of the book, once you go to the bookstore or to any store that kind of puts your book together, you have to print out all the sheets and the the margins have to be perfect. If it's off, they won't they won't give you your master's degree. What? <laughs> really? Yeah. And that's that that was part of the requirements in order for you to pass and and um and, and receive your degree is they had to be there's like specific dimensions that they needed you to to create your book and um so it's full and then there's like specific topics that you need to have so there's like a methodology there's the introduction um all the different graphs what kind of um groupings that you have to kind of um 
because you have a question, right? My question was like, basically, um, slipped my mind. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I know I got it. No, because we were talking about you earlier because we are talking about this kid uh, on the 49ers, a rookie out of USC, uh, Hufanga Talonoa. We're talking about him. And we the reason why we brought him up is because he's balling out, right? And I told the guys that we took our Reno Heat kids out to USC, me and Pate. We took them out to USC to do, um, or several other colleges. We did a college tour with our seven-on-seven seven kids. And one of the spots we stopped at was USC. And while we were doing a tour, Kufanga Talonoa, he stopped us and he was like, hey, where are you guys from? We told him, well, we're from Reno, blah, blah, blah. And he goes to tell us this whole story about football and how he decided to go, go enter, enter early um, into football at USC to enroll early. And he told us his, um, his, whole, his whole story and how he's, um, he memorized the playbook at USC before he got to campus. Um, he graduated wow. early. And then I was telling the guys like this kid, he's a student of the game. And the reason why I brought you up is because coach wrote his thesis about football and the love of the game, right? Wasn't it about That's the right. love of the game or, and we were hoping you would jump on it and now you're on. So we wanted to talk, <laughs> yeah, talk to you about and explain that to us, what your thesis is about. It was crazy. So, 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 so for all the student athletes or former student athletes who, um, who played NCAA, any sport, right? The NCAA grants you five consecutive years to play any sport you want. And so it's five years. The only way that you can stop your clock is if you either go on a church mission or if you go in the military, that's the only time it stops. But for five years, you're granted to play any sport you want. And within those five years, it's um, you're basically told what to do the whole time. These are the classes you're going to take for this year and for this quarter of the semester. Um, this is what you're going to wear. This is what time is waste. This is what time study hall is. This is our position meetings. You're going to have this meeting with this person at this time. So for five consecutive years, you're basically a robot, and they're telling you what to do for five years. After you're done with athletics. It's really hard for a lot of people, number one, to let go of the sport, but to figure out what to do on their own because they're so um, um, brainwashed on somebody else telling them what to do, what to eat, what to wear for, their, for, for those five years. And so, you know, you think about it when you played a sport, man, you played young, you know, six years old, five years old, like you're playing that sport and all the way through college, all of a sudden, someone tells you, you can't play that sport anymore. You're done. And so my thesis was what was more of what is the transition of that student athlete? Um, what do they need to do to transition into the real world? Because they said that that transition is hard for a lot of people. Um, they go into depression. They go into suicidal thoughts. They kind of measure it on just all my studies on the on all the um peer review articles that I read has said that um, they 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 kind of said it was similar to someone getting pregnant unexpectedly or a, a loved one dying unexpectedly or receiving a disease that you didn't know you know what I mean that's how like how like severe uh, someone 
not playing that sport again and they go into depression. And so, um, you know, for everybody out there, you felt that depression when you, when you find out that you're no longer a football player, basketball player, soccer player anymore. Um, a lot of things I talked about um, was identity loss. You're no longer considered a football player no more. Who are you? And so a lot of people still try to be a football player, you know, they want to go hang out with the guys, but when you done, them coaches don't want nothing to do with you. You know what I'm saying? They got the new class. They got the other players because they have jobs and they want to maintain their jobs. So they don't want to waste any, any time on you. And so then what, you know what I'm saying? Then I, I sit there with my big old lava lava that I have out and I stack up all my candies. And when Drew walks in, you know what I'm saying? He's like, man, what you doing? It's 12 o'clock at noon. Why are you drinking coffee? <laughs> That's a next level transition right there. I got to call that out. <laughs> I didn't know what to do, bro. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, obviously my goal was to always go to the league and to play at the highest level, but man, I came to a realization where I really had to kind of give that up and find my little, my new life because my daughter was born. And so when my daughter was born, I wanted to go see her more than anything I wanted to do in my life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's so, so my, my, my thesis is basically explaining some of the things that the NCAA need to adapt within that, those five years and help these kids transition into the real world. You can't get a job when you're a student athlete. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You don't have any time to go get a job. The regular student, they go to class a couple of days and then they go work and they go party or they go hang out with their friends. As an athlete, man, you're up at five in the morning, you don't come home to about, you gotta, you gotta wake up and do it all over again, you know, for five years. And so you don't, you, you, you're not given any time to even think, you just do. You know, um, but yeah, man, your boy was depressed for a little bit, man. You know, understanding like, damn, man, I can't believe I'm not playing football no more. Paul's still at the crib. You know, there's some new polys that came in, um, balling at ASU. I don't get to meet them. I don't get to chill with them and and do what what uh, football players do at ASU. Like, I really had to get over that, and it was hard, man. You know, Coach, where can we get? Uh, do you still have that book? sure do can we can we order it is there any way we could get at it <laughs> i think it's still in the library at um at sac state um but yeah man i got i got a copy i got two copies here at the crib um you know i gave one to my mom for um for christmas you know just to let her know hey this is all the hard work this is what you wanted me to do since a little kid it's fun, it's fun to, to be able to do that um, but yeah, one of these times, man, I, I'll just like kind of just show it on a on a podcast, so you guys can kind of see what it looks like. I don't know if you can order it, if it's if it's even available. Because think about it, man. There's everybody gets a master's degree, so I don't know if they can really publish it and and sell it or or just at least give it away. Yeah, but there's only one coach author. That's what I'm saying right there. Hey, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that. That's a real life NFT right there, one of a kind. <laughs> yeah, I'm man. Blessed, bro, you know. Man, that's what's up. That's yeah. So it all ties into man, that's a that's a great thing. I wonder if football programs nowadays in college, even if they have programs uh, 
that's developed for the student athlete to to fall on you know what i mean if they do if they start teaching that now or or if they offer that for the kids i hope so man you know because i really i had I, I just created a program and hopefully the ncaa uh would adapt that program into like just simple as like teaching the kids how to write a resume or a mission statement or how to set goals and accomplish them. You know, um, a lot of the life skills that we use within our own daily jobs, like you really don't, you, you don't learn those, man, because all you know is football. All you want to know is football at the time, you know, but if they implement some, man, I think they would be, it'd be very uh, effective for, for kids to, to transition out. Now, everybody's different. But for those players that places those little kids and they have to give it up, it's hard. It's yeah. tough, mentally tough. When you stop playing a sport, either you just, you know, done, especially football, right? You can't play forever. Yeah. You know, it's um, if you don't go on to the league or you don't go on to college, you got to give it up. Man, you can't just show up at the park and be like, All right, uh, let's play football. <laughs> nah. All the other sports, you can. You can go play volleyball. You can play, you know, soccer and hoops. But, man, football, you you can't just – you now you just become a fan or a coach. And... Yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah, you, most people don't um, – yeah, I don't – you know, I even think about um, that as well, you know. That doesn't even cross your mind that all these kids, after their, their college careers are done, what do they do next, you know? People try to tell them to go get jobs and stuff, but you don't understand that they had a sport taken from them. They're not, you know what I mean? They're not able to do that. What they thought they could um, identify as, or who it's a big part of the people, their kids is uh, identity, right? Yes, man. It's basically your whole identity. Yeah. So no, knowing that if you have a kid, if you have a, if one of your kids is an athlete, you, you, you would help try and build more to it than just that, right? And that's what I'm doing now. That's what's up. You know, within the OFA program, it's like, hey, man, football's all good. I'm just using this platform to kind of, to try to, um, to, to draw in this specific crowd population. Mm -hmm. But man, in all, in all truthfulness, it's not about football. Mm -hmm. It's about internships. It's about education. It's about, uh, learning how to master your emotions through, you know, suicidal prevention courses and learning how to master your body through nutrition uh, classes. And, you know what I'm saying? So um, that's what I really want to focus on. I just use the football aspect because those are the kids and families I want to touch. Jeez, what an amazing program. And if you're out in Utah, the greater uh, Utah area, please connect with OFA, OFA Academy. Um, hit up coach, hit him up, man. Like, seriously, this is one of the greatest programs out there for the kids and families. So uh, where, can, where, where can the kids and families go to um, find your program, coach? Yeah, man, they could go on, a, on our website. It's just OFA, O-F-F-A, uh, football.org. And that'll connect so, you. OFA, football.org. Yep, they can just send me a message on there and I'll make sure to respond within 48 hours or however long I get it. And um, man, I'm, I'm just here to help the youth, tocos. 
you yeah. know? Yeah. That's losing them. We're losing them young, man. You're right. You're absolutely right, man. And, and um, the, the pandemic that we're in, the social media that's out there, these apps, you know, they, they're, uh, they have access to, they have a different lifestyle growing up than we did. We didn't have these social media apps when we grew up, right? Most of these social media apps just started 2007, 2000, you know, 2006, just around there, 2008. These are super young apps, private companies that just developed, but they have such a huge influence on, on our culture nowadays. And these kids are going right up with it. Are you guys getting a delay on me or is my, is my, can you guys still hear? Yeah. You get, you yeah, get like a little, a little, little delay, delay towards, yeah. Oh, okay. I'll be sure to edit that part out. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's huge. We just had Tonga and Tech on. I think they started, they, Tech and Tonga spaced out when you started talking about uh, freedom of speech and stuff. <laughs> because <laughs> uh, i i don't know if you're seeing this coach but there's a lot of us uh, talk about space and ufos and stuff that i'm coming across all over social media and just uh in the regular news so i had talked a little bit about that i think we lost tech and dong on that but there's <laughs> there's a i'm sorry i'm sorry tech and Dunga. but no there's a thing that's coming out that people keep saying there's something there's something there's going to be this huge event or something and i think I'm just guessing it might be on, on the, all that space stuff. That's why I wanted to bring it up on our podcast so we can just have a, a thing that we we did talk about it and we just making it known to our listeners that there's something might be brewing there. And then, man, the good thing that you came on because we were about to talk about uh, space aliens next. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the subjects me and Jake like talking about. <laughs> but man, that's a wonderful program, Alpha Academy. And then your did the enrollment just start up for you guys? Yep, it's out. Um, registration is filling up fast, and man. so I'm gonna have to close it soon just because I don't I, I don't have the the right amount of staff to to give the kids what they want. Effectively, nice. And, and you know, if you keep the numbers like that, I mean, intimate, small, intimate groups, man. It's just, it's even more of a one-on-one, -on -one, right? It's more, more value being added to them. You, they're basically getting a one-on-one -on -one with you. That's how you want it to be, you know. That's awesome. And Alpha and Good Vibes Sports Cars are one of our major sponsors for our podcast. We thank them always coach for always coming through appreciate you guys appreciate yeah. you man when's the next uh event coming up for you uh for training yeah man so the here in utah the 6a state championship um is this friday at the university of utah stadium right cycles nice and so as soon as that's over on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we start training for the elite squad on Monday. Oh, wow. And yeah, so I'm, I'm already getting cracking because 
I typically start in January, but there's a tournament coming up, alignment tournament coming up in January, and I got to get my squad ready. And so all these kids are handpicked. These are the top, the cream, the cream of the crop kids, the top O-line, D-line kids in the state of Utah mm-hmm. that I handpick. We train, we put a squad together, and then we just go showcase Utah and let them know, hey, this is this is what we have. This is the type of talent kids we have, you know, and, you know, we just pray that, you know, these kids get get a get an opportunity to get a free scholarship. Damn, that's what's up. Not only are you teaching them some valuable lessons in technique and um, hustle and everything, but they're also getting they're getting bored into with the stuff outside of the program, outside of the game of football. And that's something so special and so unique that you gotta look at to program people that are man. That is huge. I wish you could just duplicate yourself and bring yourself to Northern California, bring yourself to Northern Nevada. Because, man, I'm going to tell you right now, all these families, they need that cloth talk. They need that one-on-one. If you're able to duplicate yourself, bro, if that science develops quickly, we need to take advantage of it so we can pour into all these families. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I wish, you know, I, I, the message is, <laughs> the message is simple, right? Yeah. Just this message of life is mm-hmm. simple. Work hard, play hard, and good things happen. They just don't know how to, how to work. And so mm-hmm. we got some answers. We have some experience that we've learned. And um, we're just here to share, Toko, man, these families. Reach out, please. Let me know how we can assist you and your family, your kids, your cousins on how to navigate and get a college scholarship or even an academic scholarship or just how to how to master your emotions. There's some professionals that come and speak to our kids and it's hard conversations to have, mm. you know, with these young with these young men and women because they, they, they go through a lot, man. And listening to it, I kind of in my head, I'm like. Dang, I had those emotions too. <laughs> but my mom and dad slapped the trash out of me and told me to stop thinking like that, you know? Mm-hmm. You can't do that nowadays with these kids. They're a little different. They they think that their thought process is is um it's a lot more um detailed, you know, it's not broad, it's not vague anymore. They're like they're thinking about and believing certain things, and if you tell them otherwise, shoot. You wrong, uh huh? They they're not afraid to speak up, and you mm. see it all over media. <laughs> Everybody got <laughs> opinion, man. <laughs> yeah, well, keep up the great work, coach. A lot of success to you for this coming up uh, Monday, right? Coming up weekend and the Monday. Yes, sir. Nice, man. Congratulations on that, and everyone tap into Ofa Academy. Ofa, what, what can you tell your uh, thing one more time? Uh, it's Ofa O F F A football.org all five football.org nice anything else coming up jake for you i know for me it's just work and thanksgiving and trying to pick up all this free overtime at work <laughs> the all the easy money at work yep but, that that and then right after that hopefully a uh a texas visit yeah a trip to texas can't wait for Donna to give us the details on that so we can all make it down there That'd be fun. Do you guys have specific dates, like or uh, time frame, or 
or Tong, I just don't know yet. Uh, he didn't. He doesn't know for sure, but the soft opening is coming up maybe next week, and then from there they'll develop a a good time for December. But yeah, man. Hopefully soon. Excited we're for him. Second week of December is the guess. Yeah, that's what we're guessing. Time is flying, fun. Coach. Man, this month is almost over, but guys. Yeah, we're halfway through. We're over halfway through, past the halfway point. And then it's, um, you know, and then it's uh, Christmas, or as um, we like to say, it's almost time for uh, Mariah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hate you, and I love you at the same time when I walk in there. <laughs> Can you guys hear the audio okay? Yeah, it sounds yeah, it was good. clean. Almost time for Mariah Carey, man. Are you guys already playing Christmas music? Uh, tonight's uh, the first night. Tonight is the first <laughs> night. <laughs> hey, hey, man, I was about to out, man. So I'm one of the last ones to walk out in the big, it was the old King Stadium, right? Basketball stadium uh-huh. out in Sacramento. I was one of the last to walk out because, you know, I wanted to walk in last. I had my shades on, you know. <laughs> I have my chucks on, you know, uh-huh. and um, and so I walk in, I look up, and there's this big old blanket. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I was so happy to see Montek over there, man, celebrating my day, man, because it was it was a long time coming. <laughs> yeah, man, was... pre- I don't know if I ever thank y'all for for coming and sharing that time with me, man, but that really that really did it, it, it mean it meant a lot, man. That's why. I guess that's why families like um, try to go and celebrate with other people because you only remember those people that showed up, you know? <laughs> Dude, you know what I remember the most too was the Falakai that we all went to afterwards. I could never find that Falakai afterwards. I never knew where it was. That place was bomb, bro. Oh, that, oh yeah, it's still there. It's still in the cuts. Oh, man. Yeah, but she's you know it's crazy our our relationship and friendship has developed over these years man now we have a freaking podcast it's crazy i love it but yeah man uh shoot i think this is oh my gosh what time did we start this this is another two-hour podcast we need to stop doing this like this guys (laughs) (laughs) uh but it's great i hope i hope everyone's learned a lot from this coach coach and jake you have anything else to share let's wrap this up Uh, I, I think it's a wrap for me. Ofatu, my dudes. Ofatu, coach. Thanks. Ofatu, coach. Good to see you. Perfect ending. Glad yeah. we got to have you on at, here at the end, coach. It was a perfect ending to this. Yeah, for sure. Love. That's love. Thank you. Hey, keep up the hard work, everyone. We'll see you in the chat. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you soon. Thanks you. Thank you again for listening. See you guys.